0: You could go. <laughs> <laughs> this is staying in. This
1: is the start of the podcast.
2: It is, uh, and welcome to another episode of Who Gives a Hoot. I,
1: yeah, I'm
2: Luke. Yeah, I, I'm Luke. Uh, I got uh, Ryan the Big here. Uh, Camille Bassett. Oh. Or is it basic? Basic,
3: like the how? Well, I, I
2: I know how to actually pronounce it, but I mean, he's obviously not Ryan the Big. It's just translations, so uh,
3: basic. I like
2: it. I do like basic. It. It. That's a good one. All right, uh, and we have um guy who starts countdowns for no reason. Riley Martin.
1: <laughs> What's up, everybody? Happy to be here. <laughs> Who almost accidentally streams us live to Twitch? Oh, that would be me.
3: Yeah, that was amazing.
1: Yeah, best Twitch stream (laughs) I've ever had lasted a total of like three
2: seconds. (laughs) And probably had as many viewers as the normal one?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Uh, probably more than a certain somebody, but I don't want to get into that. uh,
2: Yeah, yeah, probably more than
1: Dalton. Yeah. (laughs) Let's, let's get Dalton uh, Twitch stream started I'd be more than happy to help with that
3: He wants to Go ahead and talk to him
4: about it
1: Heck yeah I'll help him out <laughs> you, know, you know how uh, you know you're
4: old Is when uh start talking about Twitch streams and you're like That sounds not at all fun to me at all like, no, no one wants to watch me play video games That's cool
1: uh, Ryan I'd watch you play video games I'd definitely watch you play FIFA And I'd be very nice to uh, you the whole time I promise I wouldn't say anything mean
2: you're a damn he would only who say 12. mean things. He he was the 12-year-old that made you want to stop playing Halo online.
1: Oh, okay. No, because those people said wow. really mean things. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, uh,
1: um, I would only cry four or five times. It's cool. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. So, um, as far as news this week, um, you still are not able to get tickets for the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, We don't know what the mascot is, whether it's a live animal or a person in a scary uh, nightmare suit. Um, And I I feel like I'm I'm missing one more thing. Oh, uh, Sporting Kansas City game uh, two, Sporting Kansas City two game uh, happening at Swope Park uh, has been moved, but we'll, we'll get into that. And the big, big news is... Dalton has some company on the back line.
3: We've got a defender!
2: We uh, Now we have two two signed defenders, so that's significantly better than previously, um, especially last podcast where we were talking about Dami being uh, transferred and left us with just Dalton on the back line. And while we trust Dalton to be the best defender in the league, to organize uh, the barrels, yeah, or I mean, has to has to organize the barrels. A L- little bit worried in case you know he uh, had to go start his Twitch stream early or something and had to miss a game, so <laughs> he had to get his Kong. Uh, but we uh, we have Alex Touche. I believe Alex yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Born in London, uh, grew up in Albuquerque. Uh, Played, as he defender, um, Ivy League defender of the year at Penn? Is mm-hmm. that correct in 2019?
4: Yeah, that's what I saw.
2: Okay. And. i
4: well put out there.
2: Yeah. And played three caps for New Mexico United in the championship last year. Mm hmm. So. All in all, a pretty solid pickup. Um, I looking forward to seeing how how he meshes with Dalton there on the back line how he's uh working with Rashid and Kevin um coming out of the goal uh Jay had some good comments in his um pass as well out of the back so definitely definitely something i'm uh i'm excited to see i, I have a soft spot for center backs at where i played so seeing Seeing some more more there, some more depth. Um, if you were listening to the pod last year, you heard us complain that we had next to no depth on defense, and it looks like we're trending that way this year. So, seeing even just the bare <laughs> minimum uh, is nice, but really like to see some depth. Yeah, uh,
4: Alex was 2019 Defensive Player of the Year for the Ivy League. And he was a three-time All Ivy League player as well. So, um, Two different accolades for Alex. I mean, if you ever see what... him with his brother, they look exactly the same. <laughs> like exactly
2: the same. Oh, I mean, that, that could be could be good. Uh, you no, know, just kind of swap them out. <laughs> you no, know, not have to worry about an injury. Gets injured, all
4: you gotta do is throw the last name on the back of it. You're good. Yeah, yeah. He's our we increased our height of our team too. He's six foot three,
3: oh, <laughs> which is man. so it's a little inch. bit taller than Dalton.
2: Shoot, Dalton uh, what six two? Six two. Yep. So I on think that puts toes. him as the tallest player on our team because Dalton previously had been. Um, we have a couple six feeders, but nobody r- really taller than that. Did you say six uh, feeders? Yeah. yeah I, yes.
4: I, I was. I was gonna let it go, Riley. I'm
1: not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, they're not That's... six footers.
1: They definitely are six footers.
2: No, they're six feeters.
1: Okay. <laughs> South Dakota versus uh, so Iowa in, Western. So you walk into Subway and go, hey, can I get a one-feeder? Uh, uh, Or can I, can, I, uh, can I get a feeder uh, long I don't in walk subway? into
2: Subway. I, I, I don't walk into Subways.
1: Oh, he okay. drives into them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, because um, I'm pretty sure in my hometown someone actually did drive into the Subway one time.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, if there's a You'll never get the smell out of your car is the only problem if you drive into a subway. Um,
1: (laughs) But that subway will never get the smell of your car out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. They'll find a way to cover it up with that bread smell that just doesn't really smell like bread. Yeah, I was going to say, quote unquote bread. But, uh, back to Alex, he is our second Ivy player uh, on the squad um, with JP at Cornell. So these I'm I think they would have played against each other, not not a hundred percent there because JP was there for two two or three years at, at Cornell. Um, but be be interesting to hear if uh, JP has any any stories of them playing against each other in college. Um, And considering how well JP has done for the side Seems like the Ivy soccer programs are A little bit more competitive than than I remember Them being Yeah
4: I don't know a lot about the Ivy League when it comes to soccer So
2: I I assume It seems like They've put out a, a few more Few more players going into the pro ranks of late, which is kind of interesting. Um, I saw is it another guy from Cornell got picked up in the MLS uh, Super Draft this year, I
4: think. Oh, so he'll be playing in MLS next, is what you're saying?
2: Oh yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, which we uh, we do have a, a our first game against an MLS next side. This weekend, mm-hmm. which uh, I will be driving down for, um, going to going to try and see how how our boys do against uh, Benny Failhaber and Iko Para's side. Hopefully, I think I might week. go too.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, why not? It's like a two and a half hour drive down. Make a day of it in Kansas City,
3: and it's uh, open. It's an open game.
2: Yeah, yeah. If, and I'm sure based on the weather here, it's going to actually be kind of nice down there. I so, hope so. Uh, I'll
3: have to check the
2: weather. But uh, definitely interested to see how our back line looks. Um, see how Alex and Dalton play off each other. If what we've heard that Ryan is playing playing in the back as well, um, how, how he's looking there. And How'd you see, know? Um, uh, we, we have sources. I, I uh, just
4: meant, I didn't uh, know you guys knew I signed my contract.
2: Oh, no, not Ryan. Ryan. We haven't
3: announced that
2: yet. <laughs> Dang. The entire uh, cast of the pod is assigned on backup contracts. Uh, if we can't <laughs> actually get enough defenders this year. Well, one of us
4: actually should earn that money and it's not either you, me, or Riley. So. <laughs>
2: Definitely not Riley.
4: I don't know
1: why I didn't hear anything that was just said. <laughs> that's,
4: that's better. It's that's okay. Um,
2: <laughs> so, um, I honestly haven't been keeping too close of an eye on the SKC2 roster. Uh, but I think they did pick up a couple USL1 players. Um, they got also think a player or two from a Menace. Um, Menace's side that won last year, which would be pretty decent. Yeah, that side's been like picked apart, it feels like. Well, I mean, they won pretty undisputedly the national title for USL2. Yeah. Uh, very good side, very good program in general. I... I'm just really not convinced because the way Vermees has always built his sides, uh, his two sides, or encouraged his two sides to be built, like, they're thoroughly for development and I'm not sure it's going to be a good test for our guys. Uh, yeah,
4: especially the way the uh, the MLS side has looked in their yeah. two matches. Um, hey, I don't this know is a rebuild here. Think.
0: Yeah.
3: Now, uh, here's uh, what I think. I think I think this this game coming up this weekend is definitely just going to be a great feel of yeah. the next steps. Like, okay. They're going to potentially figure out what might work and what might not work and go from there. It's definitely just starting blank from the drawing board.
2: Yeah. And it, especially with as many late signings as we're getting, uh, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of chemistry is still building. Absolutely. So th- this should be a good way to kind of gauge what, what we're going to see from the side uh, for the first couple of games of the season, how, how the guys are meshing together, what sort of leadership you're seeing from the, the UO veterans um, as they're mm-hmm. on the field and, no you know, Maybe Jay's going to switch it up from a four four two this year, maybe. Yeah. No, no. But uh, <laughs> the the day Jay actually moves away from a four four two is uh, probably the day Hell Freezes is over. Yes, I agree with that.
4: <laughs>
2: um. Yeah, I'll
4: be. I mean, it'll be nice to actually have some people down there that can get some eyes on on what we look like, and you know. Obviously, now that Alex is signed, that helps a lot, but um, we can we can always see who else is going to be in what positions versus just showing up uh, randomly happening upon a scrimmage that may be happening where Bobby has to stop guys from doing throw-ins so he can
2: teach other guys how to defend said throw-in. Well, uh, I think one, one thing I'm interested to see is there's a player that has been signed... That has not been announced, but if you find his Instagram and his Twitter, you can see that he's out there. Um, Really, really interested to see. Yeah. Uh, Interested to see how he he fits into the squad. Um, Heard from some people who watched him in his college uh, career saying that he was a very, very sound player, um, very skilled uh, as a defender. As well as um, some some insight from uh, another team he was on trial with, and, and hearing hearing some good things there. So, it like like to see how that goes because that would give us four in the back, and mm-hmm. if we're we're at least have four in the back, then I, I feel a little bit safer going into the season, going into the U.S. Open Cup.
3: Having a solid defensive line is so important and that comes from me being a forward and primarily an attacking player i mean now that i've sat and watched enough soccer i know that you don't switch up a defensive line as much as you can an attacking line you know so i'm hoping that we find something solid and start from there and then that way we can figure out the attacking side of things
4: yeah it's gonna be a lot like i think the first season Where defense is going to carry us for a while. We may be not, you know, getting one goal here or there (laughs) type thing, but hopefully then as guys get comfortable, we start scoring more. But
2: I don't know. We have like six
4: number nines. I know, but uh, (laughs) it doesn't sound like anybody's scoring (laughs) anything. So, um, not that defense is the easiest. There's no easy position in soccer, but I feel like. Um. It's not as complicated to teach guys what you want them to do when they've played those types of positions before. You know, they they would well, say that with American football, like that your defensive side's always the side of the ball that tends to uh, tends to come along faster than the offensive side because there's a lot of it's just straightforward and it's a lot of instinct and emotion when it comes to
2: defense. Right. Well, I I think we're definitely have the benefit on the back line of Rashid and Kevin uh, still being mm-hmm. with us, uh, a lot of leadership coming out of the goal uh, from both of those guys and Dalton being there, um, mm-hmm. who's been a star defender two years in a row for us that that's huge huge to have the, that spine there. Um, and with you know JP, if he's going to be playing uh, defensive mid, that a very, very solid start to, to building for these new guys, um, giving them the tools that they need to be successful on our back line and provided they're, they're smart and can pick things up quickly. It'd be, should, should theoretically flow into place pretty quick. Well, Alex better be smart. into an Ivy league
4: school.
3: I was just thinking that. <laughs>
4: I mean, and honestly, defenders being really smart is kind of something I, I like to see in this sport because, you know, while yes, instinct and that stuff does play a lot into it, you also need guys that actually understand the game and can read the game because especially like on our pitch at Werner, how small it is, things come at you fast on at, the, at that park. And if you're not ready for it and you're not smart enough to pick up on where guys are, it, it's going to be bad news for, for Rashid and Kevin.
3: Yeah, it's a role where logical and critical thinkers stay. I feel like you gotta you gotta be able to think ahead and plan the what ifs and be prepared for them. It,
2: if we had to go with uh, positions uh, on a soccer pitch of your D and D alignment, I feel like uh, your defense would be lawful and midfield. Uh, more more chaotic Mm -hmm. like no i I feel like we could uh we could definitely have have some fun with that uh yeah if we got people actually actually to you know commit to what what they would uh what they would choose what their alignment would be uh i mean ryan you you'd probably just be in goal
4: sure that works (laughs) because although the times we've played pickup, I do not like when
2: the soccer ball comes <laughs> in my face. So
4: um,
2: <laughs> I don't know how good I be well, in goal. Well, no, that, that's when you just make sure you have good defenders, so the ball never ends up going to your face.
4: Putting me in goal stops me from getting nutmeg by Camille again, so yes, let's keep
2: it. <laughs> uh, no, not, nothing stops you from getting nutmeg by Camille. Uh, she She's there. does that. Man. I think every league I've played in with her, she has nutmegged at least one person. Dude, she's embarrassed. Intentionally, uh-huh. uh huh. They're all intentional, Camille. Don't don't lie to yourself.
1: Okay. <laughs> watching, watching Camille embarrass people is one of my favorite parts about playing in in, in League. <laughs> like, it's you, you don't have to do much. You just kind of stand there, and Camille makes people look dumb. It's great. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh.
2: Uh, all right, so let let's uh, do our our normal normal bit of we're playing the U.S. Open Cup on but April fifth at <laughs> seven p.m. It's a Tuesday. Hey, it's a Tuesday, seven p.m. at Morrison, and you can't get your tickets yet. Um, and there has been very Are little
4: sure it's happening? For it.
2: No, we I, it's I am really not man. not sure it's happening. <laughs>
4: Okay, Uh, I have to say, I was on Facebook. Uh, Chris Headley had posted something. Um, You know, he's a—I don't—he called himself president. I don't know what his role is uh, for the UA local group, Um, but he had posted something, and somebody on there commented about the team and said they were going back and forth, and said Chris was asking about local TV and whether they would watch it on that. And Chris said, uh, something to the effect that I think they'd probably use the ESPN Plus uh, video stream of it. And the guy goes, oh, see, I didn't even know that they streamed the games on ESPN Plus. Oh, And that's it. Right there I was like, this is why marketing's important. <laughs> because You have someone that's not willing to go to Warner because it's too far for them. And you have somebody that would watch it if they knew where to find the games, and they didn't realize they could find them on ESPN Plus. So.
2: Well I mean that that might be a little bit more on them. If they have ESPN plus, uh it should be able to find it. No, I like, agree. It, I it, just, it, yeah. But it just
4: it it, it was like, it, oh <laughs> some marketing would help with that.
2: No, I mean I continually run into people in the metro who, you know, live out towards Werner and have no idea that there's a pro soccer team. And or like, if they do know there's a pro soccer team, they have no idea when they're playing or what the schedule is. Which that that's that's a problem. Like that that's one you're not dealing with the your more rabid soccer fans who whose biggest excuse is I don't want to drive the half hour to get out to Werner Park. Um, Mm -hmm. But with the more the more casuals like. I'd go to it because it's my backyard. I just don't know when it is. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, a, a local there's TV deal. A, there's our marketing grant. <laughs> yeah. Local TV deal would be great, especially uh, if they got U.S. Open Cup game uh, on there because that, that'll be on ESPN Plus, but if it's streaming or broadcast locally, that could be huge. You have opportunity to be playing an MLS side in Omaha if we win the first round. It like, could be could be really, really good for just growing the visibility. I agree. Especially if we put out,
4: I mean, I, not that I would ever re- chew against our boys or think they could beat somebody, but, you know, if we, even if you lose to an MLS side, but you play very, very well against them, and you have MLS fans that come out, but see that hey, this team actually hung with this team, and you know lost two to one or one nil or whatever. You know they may come back because they're like, hey, the product's actually good. Because I think that's a big barrier. People don't realize the quality of play that we actually have.
2: Well, and on the other side of that is, as we see seen the transfer market, starting to actually function in League One. Getting playing time against these teams could be really good for the guys we have under contract and are looking to to get on to something else, uh, gets some them more visibility against teams that are considered better. Um, as we know, championship and League one may or may not actually have a whole lot of difference, but there's a perceived one there, and MLS, if you're, you know in FC Cincinnati might not be better than a Union Omaha. Uh, it definite definite opportunity for for our guys to to get the visibility that I think they deserve. They've deserved the past two years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now uh, we we didn't bother going going to the uh, the Twitterverse for questions this week. So gonna be keeping it nice, short, sweet. Um no Ben, so we didn't I, go 75 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I suppose we could start going off on a tangent and see if we can rack it up to 75 minutes. But guys, I guys, could go guys.
3: down a rabbit hole of Pro raw but we're not gonna start there because <laughs> I could go oh, off forever. <laughs>
2: um I I think we need more more red yarn, uh more cork boards, uh, just yes. to to def- just really really go. Go into yes. it with pro realm. But, um, and
4: a crap ton of Red Bull.
2: Yes, <laughs> or you got to go out uh, of your
4: mind on Red Bull.
2: The the hard Mountain Dews. Oh, I, it so wasn't bad. I, I had the sounds Baja like a
3: stomach one. ache.
2: Sugar free, oh.
3: so that,
2: that that was a plus. Like you don't get the sugar high, but <laughs> a little bit of caffeine kick. <laughs> um, I, I will will say this: uh, WGH Media is proudly pro-reel for USA. Um, so, if you, you think it's a bad idea, you're wrong. Oh uh, God,
0: God! Is that <laughs> music? <laughs> <laughs> is Guys, doing? I'm just here to say that 311 was irrelevant when I was in high school. And barely relevant when I was in middle school. What are we talking about? <laughs> now we can uh, have we, a 75-minute pod. <laughs>
2: uh, we, we were just uh, discussing uh, how how the uh, podcast is fully in support of ProRel. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep, um, But, yeah, no, uh, 311 has a Union Omaha scarf now because Gary Green uh, goes to concerts.
0: Uh, he does. Job, and, and this is without without any offense, Gary Green is 311's target demographic at this point.
2: <laughs> fair. Fair. Um, I, yeah. Obviously. He's Gen X, right? Uh, yeah. I, I
0: think
4: he. I, yeah, I, he, I don't
0: know.
4: You know, they yeah. keep moving the goalposts on, uh, on all that stuff. I have a hard time keeping up.
2: That sounds like a team from uh, a state up north Hello Hey uh, uh, Ben, thoughts on the, yeah. the mascot that they announced today
0: Oh my gosh, they announced a mascot today? <laughs> yeah I had a busy day, let me go check Twitter What did Riley think of it? Spent my day fixing awesome. stuff for Riley
2: Right, Riley doesn't believe in mascots. He doesn't think they're real. Um, and and for the record they they didn't actually release one, but I, no, I, I mean,
0: just... I see it right here. This cheeseburger looks amazing <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh that that is the one thing we we forgot about news this week is apparently Union Omaha is uh, sourcing fan recommendations for for a burger to be served at Werner Park. Yeah uh,
4: and Zach had like eight of them.
2: I mean, some of those were pretty good looking.
4: Oh, yeah, no, he, all of his suggestions were, like, amazing, but I was like, he just kept coming, like, kept replying. I was like, go,
2: Zach. Okay, that's a fair question I can ask everybody. Your, your burger for the suggestion.
0: My gosh, Zach is really quite good at this. I told you. Yeah.
2: Like, like We
4: should just use his as options. Really, that's yeah, okay. That's here's,
3: up. here's mine. I'll just go ahead and start it off. Um, it would have to be a fifty-fifty burger. So, so like half pork, half burger meat. Um, nice. Pe- a peanut butter jelly burger. Love that. One of my favorites with ice cream.
0: Hell yeah! Damn.
3: Yes, that would yeah, be my totally go-to, good. and I would eat that at every single game, and I might take Even a trip like the to the Jack Daniels ones? club. Yes, absolutely.
2: <laughs> uh, that is a, a solid contender. Uh, Ryan, what what do you got?
4: Um, I do like, so Zach suggested a Rise and Shine burger, and uh, I do like burgers where you throw an egg on top, so I, I'd go for something like that.
0: Uh, again, if we're going to Zach's, I gotta say the, uh, pig Mac attack, uh, Hawaiian sweet bun, burger, pulled pork, mac and cheese, and barbecue sauce. It's pretty solid. And if it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to be that, uh, probably jalapeno popper burger.
2: That also was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely have to go with, uh, pretzel bun. No. Angus steak burger. Can't can't go too wrong there. Gorgonzola. Mm. Sauteed monor- mushrooms and sauteed onions. Or maybe go caramelized ahead and ask on that one. Caramelized onions on it. I I'd do it. Like
0: every time. You just not a Gorgonzola fan? Not a Gorgonzola fan, Ben? I actually love Gorgonzola. Not a mushroom, not a pretzel bun not a pretzel bun fan.
3: Oof. Oof, I'm not it's sure we can be friends anymore.
0: But hear me out on this. Especially in a food service environment, it is very hard to deliver a quality pretzel bun. I don't mind the concept of it. I've just almost never had a good one. I I will I will say
2: this. With the more like juicy toppings you have, uh, or a juicier burger you have, I like the pretzel bun because it holds up better. Okay, you know, not, getting the so- not getting the soggy bun uh, sort of deal, but. You get with, you know, a, a good meaty burger, and then you just end up with the bun like, falling apart on you. That's, yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. And Riley left us, so um, I don't actually believe he, he has a burger.
0: I'm going to say somewhere.
4: Wait, what did you say, Wait, you say Camille? Uh, I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna just say and assume that he seconds my peanut butter and jelly and ice cream suggestion, because that's the best one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, that, that he's from a... Iowa, so I think he's uh, he's gonna be in favor of a partial pork burger. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yep. I, I will I mean... say I got served a medium rare pork burger about the second time I ever had one. And uh, I, got, I got a few bites into it before I realized and uh, never really been interested in a pork burger since. That's understandable. Uh, even though I just, just learned that night that trichinosis has been eliminated in the United States. Oh, good to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd I just say I'd
2: rather have a pork tenderloin than a pork burger. Yes. yes. Because the size pork tenderloin of plate. is yeah, the pork tenderloins probably the best sandwich in the U.S. Uh, and Oops. this we can agree on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Got one one question left for everybody. Uh, in, in case everybody was unsure, that is Ben joining us for the, the last couple of minutes here. Hi, hi everybody.
0: My voice is pretty <laughs> uh, generic. Uh, is uh, it nobody is it nobody recognizes
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one last question for everyone who gives a hoot we do we do we do, we do. We do.